The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. We're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge. $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the props contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. And... If you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at Ainsworth, Thursday, 11 a.m. Register at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Twitter account for LockBetting.com as well. That is my premium pay service that has delivered 116 months in a row of transparent track profit. That Twitter account is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. It's the same handle for the TikTok and the Instagram is at LockBetting. On that TikTok account, you get a lot of useful information for sports betting. We look at major events in sport like the Super Bowl, a tennis Grand Slam, some of the key soccer matches that are happening maybe this weekend. And we just give you the key data in short 30 to 45 second digestible videos. So it's a very, very useful follow. Once again, that is at LockBetting.com. Same handle for TikTok, same handle for Twitter. Now on Twitter in the next 24 hours, we will be releasing the PL for the month of January 2023, which was the 116th month in a row of transparent track profit for LockBetting.com. LockBetting.com previously linked to a Patreon account. It does no more. We are now moving towards a website. We are temporarily using a Road site where we have posted up our PL and the existing members who were on the Patreon now need to reach out to me if you haven't already to receive the rest of your month that you've already paid for. So please reach out to me. I will put you in a WhatsApp group where you will receive the, uh, the, the, the items that you're entitled to, whether it be soccer plays, whether it be uh, all sports plays, whether it be podcasts, you'll receive that via a WhatsApp group chat. So you will get everything. All you need to do is reach out to me and you can reach out to me, as I said, by the Twitter account I've already mentioned, at LockBetting.com or the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account, at SGP Soccer. This has all come about because Patreon have banned gambling content on their platform. So if you were ever thinking about setting up a Patreon for yourselves where you were going to give out your own gambling tips, I wouldn't bother because they are starting to remove those pages. 
I think mine caught their attention because I did have a lot of subs and followers and it was taking decent money and they're probably doing this in an ascending order that that is what they're doing at the moment as far as I'm told by them anyway. So it doesn't matter to us. We we have our client list. We have these podcasts to let people know what's happening and we are moving over to a website and we, are also, we will also be using a Gumroad. The benefit of Gumroad is that um, if you use that, there is a $350 discount if you end up getting the annual package. DM me for everything, as I said, Twitter account at LockBetting.com. So, that's the housekeeping done that needed to be said at the top of the show because obviously this is a unique situation. What is also a unique situation is the situation of Manchester City. Now, the lock on this show will appear on a bonus show that I've already posted. It is the Manchester City special where we look into what has happened over at Manchester City. They look like they are on the verge of being punished for FFP regulations. They got away with this when it came to UEFA. They got away with it on a technicality where UEFA couldn't go back and punish them for anything beyond five years. The Premier League are not held to that same rule. And it's very, very likely when you're looking at over 100 breaches that have come out this week, the FA have already charged them. And now we are looking at a punishment. And it doesn't matter what lawyers you have, as Pep Guardiola mentioned on the audio that we have put out on that um, on that show, they will have good lawyers too for the Premier League and it very much looks like there will at least be a points deduction. I don't think there will be a relegation, but it is an option. But a big fine and a points deduction looks to be coming from Manchester City, whether it be this season or at the start of next season, which is going to affect them moving forward in terms of being able to attract players and challenge for trophies. But that's all broken down in more detail on that Manchester City special. That's where we also look at the game between Manchester City and Aston Villa. And that's where your lock will be for the EPL this week. So if you're one of those people and you just listen in and you fast forward to the end and you you don't want to listen to the breakdown of the other players and you just want your weekly lock because obviously the lock record is strong, it ain't there. It's not at the end of the show. The lock is over on the Manchester City special this week and comes from the game between Manchester City and Aston Villa. On that show, we also analysed the line movement in the futures markets pertaining to Manchester City. And we're looking at the Premier League, the FA Cup, the Champions League, and even the next manager to go market where Pep Guardiola has moved up to the second favourite to be the next manager to leave his team, which is phenomenal because he was at 50 to 1 and now he's moved up to as short as 3 to 1. All of that is discussed on this special bonus show, which is already available. So moving on, and we begin with the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. It is a morning kickoff. It is a London derby. It is West Ham at home to Chelsea. Well, Chelsea are the away favourites here at 11 to 10. It's 9 to 4 on the draw and it's 12 to 5 here on West Ham. <coughs> I think Graham Potter has to be on borrowed time. This Chelsea team, they should have cashed the lock last weekend. It was a prime situation against Fulham. It was a revenge spot in a rivalry game. Chelsea were the better team. Chelsea were facing criticism for their signings, for their form. They've obviously spent a lot of money, spending £600 this season. They've come under fire for that. Their manager's under fire. And 
they had three weeks to prepare for the game and they did not score a single goal. So I would be massively concerned if I'm a Chelsea supporter. I don't think their signings are particularly great. As a Manchester United supporter, looking at these new signings, I don't think that I would want any of them in my Manchester United first eleven. Great squad players. It'd be great to have Mudrick to come off the bench if he settles into the EPL. I think Enzo Fernandez is a great player for £30 million, but I don't think he is a £100 million player and he would not get into the current Manchester United midfield if you're looking at everybody available. I would definitely still go for Eriksen, Fernandez, and Casemiro. So the the pressure is on Chelsea. The pressure is on Graham Potter. And I don't think things are going to get any better for them here at West Ham. If you're giving me 11 to 10 on Chelsea, that means you're giving me 4 to 6 minus 150 on West Ham simply not to lose this game. And I don't think West Ham are going to lose this game. West Ham have four points from the last two league games and impressed in a 1-1 draw away to Newcastle last time out. They're beginning to move up the table and the pressure is becoming to, is, is starting to come off David Moyes. I think they could possibly even claim three points here against Chelsea who are poor and they are particularly poor travellers who've lost five of their last seven games away from Stamford Bridge. So... I'm going to take um, West Ham on the double chance market here. Three wins in their last five in all competitions is much more impressive than what Chelsea have done. Chelsea have five defeats and no wins in their last seven away from home. So we'll take West Ham to at least get something here against the Chelsea team that look completely out of sync and will need their new signings to settle in fast if Graham Potter is going to really keep his job and complete this so-called long-term project. Up next... We look at the game here between Arsenal and Brentford, where Arsenal are the 1-2 to favourites. It's 15-4 on the draw, and it's 13-2 to here on Brentford. I'm a little worried about this game if I'm an Arsenal supporter, because the statistical data tells you that Arsenal are going to roll over Brentford. Arsenal are incredibly strong at home. They're near perfect, in fact. They've won eight with just one draw from their nine games, and that was a nil-nil against Newcastle. Arsenal have already actually beaten Brentford this season. They won away to Brentford 3-0, and Brentford are actually better at home than they are away from home. So everything here really points to Arsenal picking up the win here. They could potentially win a high-scoring game. The goal average at the Emirates this season is 3.8 goals per game and Brentford should be able to add to the tally in their recent form. They come to this with just one defeat in their last seven. They've only failed to score in three of their 11 away games so far this season. But I don't think it's going to be as simple as that. I don't think it's going to be as simple as Arsenal coming in and dominating a game and Brentford getting a consolation. But Arsenal roll on with a 3-1 or a 4-1 win. This is going to be difficult. Off the back of that loss against Everton, I think that's going to put some doubt into Arsenal's heads. I think they'll feel like um, like a lot of the media feel like Thomas Partey is a very, very important key player and he does make a significant difference when he doesn't play and it does look like he might not play in this game. If Partey plays, I think Arsenal roll and basically do have a party here, uh, pun intended, and um, and do bounce back significantly, putting an end to Brentford's good run. But if he doesn't, I think this could be a difficult afternoon for Brentford, especially if they sit 
sit in, sit in deep with a low block, frustrate Arsenal and maybe get something on the break. And in Ivan Tony, you do have a player in form who can deliver that sucker punch. We've already seen Brentford go away to Manchester City and win this season. So they certainly cannot be underestimated. I'm going to go for the Arsenal win and I'm going to tackle the over 1.5 goals to give myself a better price than simply taking Arsenal on the money line at 2-5. to five. But I do think this is going to be a far more difficult task than the odds than the odds suggest. Up next, we look at a game between Crystal Palace and Brighton. This is actually a rivalry game. Brighton are outside London, but they are actually very close to Crystal Palace. And this is a rivalry that dates back to the 70s. Brighton comes to Crystal Palace as the favourites to win away to Palace. So that really tells you where these two teams are at. Brighton having a very strong season. And then being even money favourites here is justified. It's 5-2 on the draw and it's 14-5 here on Crystal Palace. I agree with the with the bookies' odds. I don't think these odds are too short. I do think Brighton should come away with the victory here. But ultimately, I think the strongest play is to take both teams to score. Goals at both ends has been a feature in this fixture as both teams to score has been a winning bet between these two in nine of the last 10 meetings. Palace come into this one having conceded in nine of their 11 home games and Brighton, they haven't managed a clean sheet away since August and they haven't done that under De Zerbi. De Zerbi is a manager who plays end-to-end football, end-to-end attacking football, doesn't care about the defensive end and it shows statistically, although it also shows in the way that Brighton have moved up the table that they have more of a capacity than they did under Graham Potter to outscore teams which has delivered some very positive results for Brighton who are definitely contenders for European football given how poorly Chelsea and Liverpool are playing this season so I think the Brighton train could roll on here but I think both teams will score in the process that is my stronger lean especially given that we're getting plus money in selection at even money plus 100 here for both teams to score in this one this rivalry game between Palace and Brighton up next, we move on to the game between Fulham and Nottingham Forest, where Fulham are the 10 or 11 favourites to win here. It's 13 to 5 on the draw, and Forest are the 16 to 5 away underdogs. Fulham have massively overperformed their numbers, and um, they are a team who grind out results. Last week, they were dominated in periods by Chelsea. Chelsea had the better chances, but guess what? Fulham came away with another result that wasn't reflected by the stats and took a point from Stamford Bridge. Eventually, I think their luck will run out, but they've had too much luck already for it to have any kind of relevance because Fulham will be safe this season. They will be playing in the EPL this season, and now everything for them is a free hit. Nottingham Forest have done very well lately and have almost played themselves into the same position. But it is difficult to look past Fulham picking up the win here. Definitely not my strongest play of the day, but I will take Fulham to win. They've already won the reverse fixture 3-2 and I think they can do the double over Forest, who actually travelled poorly. It's their home form that's really got them up the table. But away from home, the visitors have just six points to show from 10 away games. While Fulham, they have won five out of 11 at home so far this season. And their defeats have only come against teams who are currently in the top five with uh, Spurs, Man United, the likes of those teams picking up wins away to Fulham. But that's not Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest travel poorly. I don't think they'll get anything here. I'll take Fulham to get the win on the money line at the price of 10 to 11. Up next, we look at the game between Leicester and Tottenham, where Leicester are the 12 to 5 underdogs here. It's 13 to 5 on the draw. And Spurs are the 21 to 20 favourites. 
I actually agree with Spurs being favourites here. I do think that they'll be able to pick up a win. Leicester have obviously improved as the season's gone on. No one's really talking about them as a viable relegation contender. But I do think Tottenham will win the game. I think they'll build on a 1-0 win against Manchester City in the last outing. They now have actually won each of the last three games. And overall, they have five wins in their last seven in all competitions, if you go back a little further. And I do think they'll be able to pick up a win here against Leicester, who actually have the second worst home record in the division. But the main lean for this game will be a a unique one. We don't usually take a play like this, but I'm going to take Harry Kane to score any time. We're getting a plus 120, 6-5 on the selection. And uh, the reason I'm taking this is because after surpassing Jimmy Greaves to become Tottenham's all-time top goal scorer, I do expect Harry Kane to add to his tally of six goals in the last eight appearances since the World Cup. And I think he can add to his count here at the King Power Stadium against Leicester. And Leicester are the team who Harry Kane has scored the most goals against. So the team Harry Kane has scored the most against in his career in the Premier League, has been Leicester. He always scores against Leicester, and I think he'll do so again. And getting the price of 65 plus 120 is a very, very generous one. So we'll take Kane to score as our main lean, rather than taking anything on the match outcome in this one. The final game from the 3pm slate is between Southampton and Wolves, where Southampton are the 2-1 to dogs. It's 11-5 on the draw, and it's 7-5 here on Wolves. This is a must-win game for Nathan Jones and Southampton. More so for Nathan Jones because I do think that he will be gone if they don't get a positive result from this. And I think that includes a draw as well. I'm not sure what Southampton will pull out of the bag. Uh, I actually believe that Wolves will sit in here with a low defensive block and soak up everything Southampton have and nick the game. But either way, if that is the pattern of play where the Southampton break through, where the Wolves get the winner... I don't think this one's going to get near three goals. Under two and a half goals is my main selection here for this one. You get that at the price of seven to ten. A juice selection, but it's valid given that Wolves have the worst attack in the Premier League. They've still only scored 15 goals despite improving massively under Lepetegui. And Southampton, they're no sharpshooters either. They've only managed 17. The fight, Despite the fact both sides have quite poor defensive records as well, I think the attacks are even poorer. And under two and a half goals does stand out as the standout play here in what is a relegation six-pointer. It'll be tight. It'll be cagey. It'll be boring. Under two and a half goals is my main selection here for this one. Before we break down the late game on the Saturday slate, let me take a quick time out to tell you guys about Winbet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. Winbet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here and Winbet has you covered. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at Winbet. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you'll get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgunlandpockers.com slash winbet so they know we sent you that. Sportsgunlandpockers.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. The offer subject to change. Terms of conditions available. Winbet.com. If you're 21 or older and president of state, we'll play from Inverse. Winbet is available. If you or somebody knows, gamble from one call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also tell you about the big game bingo contest brought to you by the SGPN. All you need to do is sign up on the SGPN app to get your own Big Game Bingo card full of your favorite big game prop bets. If you get bingo, you'll win $57 SGPN gift card. The only catch is you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. And 
in honour of the big game, SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest called SGPN 57 Bets Challenge. All you need to do is make your 57 different prop bet picks. The winner will get $570 cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. All these contests are free to play and exclusively available on your SGPN app. Moving on to that late game, it sees Eddie Howe returning returning to his former stomping ground as Eddie Howe returns to Bournemouth as the Newcastle manager. And he's 4-7 to seven to pick up a positive result on the money line. It's 16-5 to five on the draw. And it's 11-2 to two here on Bournemouth. I do think Eddie Howe will pick up said positive result here. I think he'll pick up the win. I think this is a uh, this is a difficult time here for Bournemouth. They've made an appointment. They've decided to go with Gary O'Neill off the back of some positive results when he first came in. And now it looks like they may need to sack him already in order to move in a positive direction. Bournemouth come into this one having lost seven of their last eight games and are now just one, have just one point from their last six Premier League fixtures. Newcastle have the best defence in the league. They do tend to concede when they play away from home. Just, just one of their... Four victories on the road have come to nil. But I do think here, coming up against Bournemouth, it's difficult to make a case for Bournemouth finding the back of the net. I think Newcastle will be able to deal with everything Bournemouth do. And I do think ultimately they will grind out the win in a low scoring game. I'm going to take Newcastle to get the win here. And I'm going to attack on the under 4.5 goals to give myself a little bit more value. Newcastle, as I said, on the money line are available at 4 to 7. But if you tack on this under 4.5 goals selection, you do end up getting a price at 5 to 6 minus 120, which is obviously a lot more appealing. So moving on to Sunday, we have two games here involving Manchester City and Man United. And neither of them are covered here on the show. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Manchester City versus Aston Villa is covered on the Manchester City special. And that is actually where you'll get your lock for the EPL this weekend. And the, the other game, Leeds versus Manchester United. Yes, that is correct. They did only play a few days ago and they, they play again. They played a few days ago because that was the postponed fixture that was replayed after the death of the Queen. And it just turns out they play again in the same week. The Leeds versus Manchester United game is covered exclusively, as per usual, over on Bet MUFC. So we close out with the final game, which happens on Monday it is the Merseyside derby between Liverpool and Everton. Liverpool are the 1-2 to two favourites to win this game here. That's a very short price given Liverpool's recent form. It's 10-3 to three on the draw and it's 21-4 to four here on Everton. Everton started life under Sean Dyche with a huge win against Arsenal. That had a massive effect on both sides of the table. Everton is still the third favourites to go down. But I cannot see a Sean Dyche team going down. I've already released a futures pick. I already released a futures pick for my clients even before Sean Dyche came in, even when it was rumoured that he would be coming in as soon as Bielsa turned down the Everton job. 
and I was a cr- I was correct in my assessment. Everton made a strong start, and I do think they'll end up moving in the right direction and ended up with ended up being a mid table team. And I think they can build on what they did against Arsenal here and take a positive result away from Liverpool. I definitely think that Everton are capable of avoiding a loss here. Liverpool have only won once in the last seven games in all competitions. That includes a four game winless run in the league, while they failed to score in each of the last three. Everton, as I said, will beat Arsenal one nil. And even under Frank Lampard, they were able to get positive results already this season, drawing away to Manchester City and drawing earlier on in the season against Liverpool before Liverpool hit this wretched run of form. So there really isn't any reason to take Liverpool to win this game at this short price. Liverpool are really, really struggling to score goals and they're defending poorly. In fact, Liverpool are playing so poorly that their top scorer since they came back from the World Cup, is Fayez of Leicester, who scored two own goals in a 2-1 win for Liverpool. He's been their top scorer since they returned from the World Cup. So that is an alarming statistic, and it's alarming enough for me to oppose Liverpool here in this spot. I think Everton on the double chance market at the price of 6-4 plus 150 does offer up some solid value. But I'm going to go with an option that does give me a little bit more protection. I'm going to take Everton plus one in the Asian handicap market. Now, this cash is for exactly the same reason as Everton on the double chance market does. You need Everton to win or draw, essentially to avoid a defeat, to cash this. But what it also gives you here is a push if Liverpool just win by a single goal. Now, obviously, we know Liverpool are playing poorly, but this is a Merseyside derby. Jurgen Klopp will be getting into his players to turn up here and to deliver some sort of performance. And it is possible that Liverpool will be able to grind out a win. But I don't think that's going to be a a win by two goals or three goals or anything impressive. Sean Dyche's team are too well defensively organised for that, as we saw against Arsenal. So I think you'll be looking at Liverpool grinding out a 1-0 or a 2-1 win. And therefore, you will push on Everton plus one. But I think it will cash. And I think at the price of 11-10, to there's some solid value in this selection. And that's what we're going to go with here for the Merseyside derby on Monday night between Liverpool and Everton. As I've mentioned throughout this show, there is no lock on this show. The lock comes on the Manchester City special. That's where your Manchester City game is covered. Manchester City against Aston Villa and Leeds versus Manchester United is covered over on Bet MUFC. This is a huge weekend and a huge week for sports betting. I have a Super Bowl special out on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I will have an edition of the Fight Show out on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network as well, looking at this weekend's UFC card. And next week, we have the return of the Champions League. I'll be dropping a future show on Monday. Until then, that's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.